0: Keeping it at Rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, it's
1: time to get up and at them here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Scott with you this morning. 23 degrees here in Eau Claire as we get rolling with the morning chores. Lacrosse is at 26. Marshfield has 21. Green Bay, 29. Rice Lake is at 24. Wausau, has 26, Madison's at 27 degrees, Milwaukee, the warm spot at 30, and up on Iman Ridge, my beautiful weather reporter there, says it's 24 degrees. Well, today is expected to again be windy. Boy, that wind, it's been getting kind of miserable. (laughs) But there will be plenty of sunshine today and rising temperatures. Above average temperatures with no rain is expected through most of the week. Today we're looking at a high of 51 with a low of 33. Tuesday a high of 63, a low of 39, and Wednesday a high of 65 and a low of 41. Hey, uh, Alex is going to be giving away later in the week, I believe, or early this month at least, my Traeger Grill from Smith Brothers Meats in Colby, along with a 26-inch Troy-built snowblower from Greenwood True Value or Wolf's True Value in Greenwood and Advanced City Auto uh, uh, <laughs> Auto Parts store in Greenwood. And uh, those are some great prizes. Go to 20inarow.com to see how to get this last minute, how to get signed up for that and maybe become a finalist for winning those grills. And you'll also get to see a couple cooking videos on there uh, that yours truly has done. I'm not exactly Bobby Flay, I guess, but uh, I had fun doing some videos, and, uh, and I had fun doing some good eating, too. Boy, what a weekend it was with Halloween, the full moon, the time change, Everything that went with it, a blue moon at that, and that was the hunter's moon, of course. And it was just, uh oh, I don't know. We worried about what this weekend is going to look like. We made it through, though, didn't we? Now we only have the one major thing to get through tomorrow, and uh, everything will be rolling along here. Hey, it's... uh a.m., this is WAXX 104.5 FM Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news.
0: NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Joe Biden is holding on to a sizable lead against President Trump in the closing days of the presidential campaign. In the final NBC News Wall Street Journal poll before the election, Biden is leading Trump by 10 points nationally. 52% of voters are backing Biden compared to 42% for Trump. Biden holds a big lead among black voters, young voters, seniors and women. Trump has an edge among white voters and white voters without college degrees. Joe Biden believes that voters are going to send President Trump a strong message on Tuesday.
2: I believe the message is going to be clear. It's time for Donald Trump to pack his bags and go home.
0: At a rally in Philadelphia, Biden said voters can put an end to a presidency that hasn't protected the nation. He said Americans are finished with Trump's chaos, his failure and his irresponsibility. He also blamed Trump for not taking enough action on coronavirus, adding that on his first day in office, he'll take swift action to defeat the virus. The secretary of state in Pennsylvania says it's going to take a little time to count the votes in the Keystone State.
3: Four million Pennsylvanians have already cast their ballot by mail. It's is. A-
2: going
0: to be 10 times as many as the last time we had a presidential election in pennsylvania on nbc's meet the press kathy bukvar admitted the process will take longer than usual but said the overwhelming majority of votes cast will be counted relatively quickly bukvar explained that by saying it'll be a matter of days with the holiday season upon us and the weather turning cooler people are likely to be spending even more time inside that could get tricky when it comes to slowing the spread of covid19 dr anthony fauci told the washington post we're in for a whole lot of hurt and added that the nation's position isn't good as it enters the colder months. And the Eagles scored a pair of second-half touchdowns as they dropped the reeling Cowboys 23-9 to in Philadelphia. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. It's fall. The days get shorter. The trees are ablaze
4: with color. And the sun seems to take on a special golden glow. And Rob Staffsholt knows that here in Wisconsin... Fall also means getting into our tree stands and blinds, running the dogs, and adding another chapter to Wisconsin's great sporting heritage tradition. That's fall in Rob Staffschultz, Wisconsin. And that's fall in Donald Trump's America. President Trump has been a consistent defender of our Second Amendment rights and our time-honored national traditions. But that's not fall in some Democrats' America. Some Democrats want to gut our constitutional right to keep and bear arms. Some even say we should put proponents of banning and seizing the guns we hunt with in charge of national gun policy. Like President Trump, Rob Staschel respects our sporting heritage and our national heritage. That's the kind of leadership we need today more than ever.
5: Paid for by the Republican Party of Wisconsin as an in-kind to taxpayers for Staschel.
2: Hi, I'm Sean, an agronomy consultant from Northside and Loyal. As an agronomy consultant, I focus on helping farmers and growers succeed. In fact, the entire Northside Agronomy team is dedicated to your success by providing solutions and products for optimal outcomes, beginning with field scouting and seed specification, then fertilizer formulation, management, and harvest recommendations. Our number one goal is to help you realize yours. Learn more at NorthsideElevator.com.
3: You decided to upgrade your outdoor deck, so you order the essentials, a power washer, a set of patio chairs, and a shiny new grill. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member, which you put towards your most essential deck addition, a bird feeder. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
1: keeping Wisconsin strong and a look at those morning markets as we roll on with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report on the cash livestock side of things fed beef steers are at 96 to 103 and a half with mixed 65 to 96 fed beef heifers 95 to 102 and a half with mixed 80 to 94. Fed Holstein steers 90 to 96 and 3 quarters with select 55 to 90. Cows 49 to 67. Bulls 55 to 77 with the top selling, I rather. And on the hog side, butcher hogs are at 38 and down. Sows 28 to 30. Boars 8 and down. New crop market lambs are at 140 to 170 and a half. Old crop market lambs 87 to 140. And feeder lambs 170 to 240. On the livestock futures, live cattle for October at 105.97 is down 30 cents. December 108.30 up 32. And February 110.40 up 2. Feeder cattle for November at 137.40 up 167. January 134.12 up 277. And March 133.52 up 255. Lean hawks for December at 65.57 are down 50 cents. February at 50, 65.55 down 50. And April 6840 up 75 or up seven cents. And the Dairy Markets cheese end of the week with barrels at 253, blacks 278 and a quarter, and grade AA butter at 139.
3: Fighting for you for justice. Myjustice.com.
0: It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
3: Welcome to the month of November, but I'll tell you, temperature-wise, it's going to feel anything but November-ish by the end of this week. Can you believe it? We'll be up almost near 70 degrees by the time we get to Friday. How are you? I'm Pam Yonke. So glad you're along with us as we kind of kick off the month of November. Hopefully you didn't blow away yesterday. Man, oh man, those winds were formidable. Now everything's going to settle down to a large extent today. We're expecting a sunny day on the way. Temperatures right around 52 degrees. Dry again tomorrow in 63. Wednesday sunshine and 63. By the time we get to Thursday, believe it or not, we could see temperatures in the upper 60s. Amazing. We'll find out if that's truly what's happening or if there's another little issue we've got to pay attention to, namely moisture. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has weather details coming up.
0: How are things going in Eau Claire at the northern end of the world's longest barn? Bob Bosol joins the Midwest Farm Report in just moments to update you on the latest agriculture happenings. Copier Financial is proud to support hardworking farmers and their families during this harvest season. As you work relentlessly to feed, clothe, and fuel the world, we want to wish you a safe and bountiful harvest and say thank you for all you do. Give your local Compuyer team a call at 844-426-6733 or visit Compuyer.com for lending, crop insurance, appraisal, and other financial needs. Compier Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin soybean program at wisoybean.org.
3: Well, we've flipped another page on the old calendar. Sure hope that your uh, trick-or-treating over the weekend went well. Fabulous farm bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I'll tell you what, uh, when it comes to flipping the page uh, moving along we've got to keep an eye on deadlines bob you got a chance to update us on a very popular program through the federal government that a lot of wisconsin farmers generally tap into huh
4: absolutely first things first did uh, you and buck give all the halloween candy away or is it worth a visit to your house you
3: know i'll tell you what this year i i had to forgo the the trick and treat candy because my husband won't leave it alone so sorry kids uh, we'll catch you next year <laughs>
4: all right but yes pam you're right because we do have sign up sign up for farmers dairy farmers dairy margin coverage farmers and other producers cfap programs but don't forget about the equip program the environmental quality incentives program sign up is going on right now we talked to ryan gerlich with the national resources conservation service and ryan is the program manager for that program in wisconsin And I asked Ryan, what exactly is EQIP, and uh, maybe more importantly, how does that sign-up work? Yeah,
5: thanks, Bob. Uh, The EQIP program sign-up deadline is coming up on November 20th, and EQIP provides financial and technical assistance from our staff and partners to eligible ag and private forest landowners. And the purpose of it is to implement conservation practices and activities that benefit a wide array of uh, natural resources on our landscape here in Wisconsin. So I tell people it helps benefit anything from trout streams to manure application and forestry practices. Uh, So what you can expect is to get a hold of one of our field offices across the state, uh, find out where that is. It's usually in your county seat. And talk to the district conservationist about how you can apply and what they will do is work through a planning process with you they'll find out your goals and objectives and find out if there's something that can help benefit your farming operation or your woodlands or uh, what-have-you
4: so for the landowner or the farmer that sees maybe some scars on the land that they would like to correct They don't have to just go to the NRCS and apply and say, I need some money because I want to fix the stream bank or something like that. You've got people at NRCS that will help them draw up a plan so that it's more readily acceptable by the powers that be that make these decisions?
5: That is correct. Uh, Our folks can go out to the field, and right now is a great time. Farmers are out there harvesting, as we all know, and they are finding those ruts and gullies and seeing what the – growing season is done to their fields. Um, I also encourage anybody that owns land, we have a a lot of folks that own farmland but may not be out there working and are leasing it out. Uh, Those folks as well may know what's going on on their land and come in. Uh, We will work on a plan, and we will work on a design, and we will help you through that process. Uh, You mentioned stream banks, but something like that that needs a permit, uh, we can help get you the information that you need so that you can go and apply to the DNR or the powers that be to help get the paperwork in place that you can do this all correctly.
4: This was called for in the 2018 Farm Bill and last year Wisconsin got over $33 million. Was that the cap or was there more money available and how is this rationed out to states?
5: $33 million is what we were given for the equip program for our various fund pools. There's not necessarily a cap, but that's what we got from, from national headquarters and, and what we were spent. We always get more applications than we get money. So we do prioritize the applications based on is it addressing one of our priority resource concerns? Uh, is it addressing water quality, soil erosion? Uh, is it addressing um, healthy forests? And what have you. We have some stuff that's very fun pool specific, um, such as on farm energy, uh, such as uh, high tunnels, uh, but we spend what we're given.
4: How do we know if a practice is going to be accepted? You mentioned on farm energy, high tunnels, and things like that, but is this strictly also one on one? A farmer applies or a landowner applies? Or sometimes we have groups that own land. Can they apply as a group? What What's all involved here?
5: A single person, individual can apply. Entities can apply. Uh, typically, we don't see uh, a group of farmers coming together under one contract. A, a contract is for a specific individual or an entity. Multiple, pe- multiple people could be on that contract, but otherwise... Um, What's involved is come in and talk to your district conservationist. If you have an idea of what you want to do, great. If you don't have an idea, they can help guide you and tell you what you may be eligible for for these practices and these various fund pools and our our priorities.
4: Now, looking at the money that is available, is this direct payments? I'm thinking of the conservation or the coronavirus food assistance program. That's a check sent to farmers. For the equip program, is this cost-sharing? In other words, if the government gives you X number of thousands of dollars or whatever, you have to kick in a like amount or a half amount? How does that work? Our payments
5: are, are flat-rate payments. So you get a payment for, say, every foot of grass waterway that you need or for maybe every acre of cover crops that you install. It's just a flat-rate payment. If it covers 75% of the input costs, great that's the intent it 75 percent for most practices if uh, if it covers more than that great in some cases maybe it costs less Um, we work every year to revamp our payment schedule so that it's based on as much realistic data as we can gather
4: and as we look forward into the money that is going to be available for practices are there some practices that are given higher priority as far as maybe a higher number
5: well every fund pool is a little bit different but we work with a lot of stakeholders to develop what our priorities are in the state uh, our priorities uh, are probably what you could guess they are it's water quality it's improving soil health is a really big priority right now it's controlling erosion it's making sure we have a healthy working land out there they're not making more farmland, and they're not making more soil or or water. So we are trying to protect what we have to the best of our ability and work with our farmers, producers, landowners to get that job done.
4: And wildlife habitat falls into this too, doesn't it?
5: It sure does. We have a lot of practices to help address wildlife too. Uh, we have um, some plantings out there for native grasses, uh, trees, trees. If you have existing forests, we have practices to go in and help uh, control invasive species, maybe help thin out the forest. If we have uh, too, much, too much growth going on, like a lot of uh, maple saplings are coming in, and we want to restore that to uh, a, a different type of forest habitat, maybe oak savanna, maybe it should be a northern hardwood forest, or what have you, but everything is site-specific.
4: Ryan Gerlach is with us, the Equip Program Manager in Wisconsin, as we are in the period of sign-up for Equip Funds for 2021, and Ryan, November 20th is the deadline for getting these applications in. What kind of a timeline is there, and how does this work? Goes to the state first, and then to Washington for a final decision, and if that's the way it does, how long will it take before we uh, know whether or not we've gotten a contract?
5: will be uh, evaluating all the applications that we get by November 20th to make sure that folks are eligible and help them uh, update their eligibility or get their eligibility for the first time if needed. We work with our sister agency, the farm service agency, to help get some of that done. We will be evaluating these at a a local level uh, in the field office that you go in and apply to. Uh, We rank these and we will be making some decisions around uh, January, uh, February, so that when the uh, snow thaws this spring, we'll be ready to implement these contracts.
4: What kind of a time limit do we have to get these contracts done? I know different contracts, different practices are going to take different lengths of time, but do they all have to be done within calendar year 2021 where the money is allocated for? They
5: do not have to be implemented fully in that first year we ask that something is implemented within the first 12 months but all these contracts are very unique and specific to the individual individuals applying and we will work with you on a on a schedule to make sure that the implementation makes sense and works for the the producer that's signing up
4: but the process as of right now is full speed ahead for producers that want to get some equipped funding right in the state
5: It is, yes. Please get in, contact your local district conservationist. If you're not sure who that is, where that is, I would ask that you visit our website, www.wi.nrcs.usda.gov. And in there, there's a tab that says Contact Us, and you can search wherever you're at in the country, down to the state, down to the county level, and find out who your local contact is.
4: He's Ryan Garlick. He's the Equip Program Manager in Wisconsin. Sign-up is going on right now until November 20th. And, Ryan, how much enthusiasm have we had in the past? $33 million is a lot of money, but uh, have you been happy with the number of respondents that have replied and applied for this money over the past few years?
5: Yeah, we have. We, we have people coming in our office daily asking how to apply, get new people in the door that have have not heard about it in the past, and that's always exciting. And we have people that come in every year and are are regulars.
4: All Um, right. Equip program for funding for 2021 is underway until November 20th. Ryan Gerlach, our equip program manager in Wisconsin, explaining the program. I'm Bob Bolso.
0: Can't get enough farm news? The stories you hear and more 24-7 at MidwestFarmReport.com. Stay tuned as we'll be right back.
4: We have been under quarantine for more than six months. More than 1,500 Wisconsinites have died, and our small businesses and family farms are struggling. But the state legislature hasn't met since April, and they haven't passed anything in over 180 days. Wisconsin deserves better. We need a representative who will show up to work to get our fair share for our small businesses, public schools, and access to badger care. I'm Amanda White Eagle, and I'm asking for your vote to represent our 92nd Assembly
3: District, because we can do better.
0: Paid for and authorized by Amanda White Eagle for Wisconsin.
3: This is time that matters, a window of time to help protect the ones you love. Your preteen benefits from staying up to date with their well visits. This is your window of protection. Schedule their well visit now. Brought to you by Merck.
0: To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest.
1: It's 5.27 a.m. as we look to turn the corner here with the chores at Wax 104.5 FM and the Midwest Farm Report. We'll be turning to some markets in a moment with Rocky over at Premier Livestock at Withy. 23 degrees. That was hard to get out for some reason. Must have been that big old pretty much full moon yet. That kind of stumbled my tongue there. But we have Rocky on over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Rocky, I got to blame something—the moon or something—on me not being able to talk sometimes.
2: Oh, uh, you got to have something.
1: Always have something in your back pocket, you know. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. So, yeah, that's my excuse for not uh, not get out, getting out in the woods very much. Boy, it's been windy. Kind of rough to get out and sit in a tree stand right now, isn't it?
5: Yeah, it's been pretty rough, but I, I actually sat last night and it was like you just shut, shut the switch off. All of a sudden, about an hour before dark, it just went still.
1: The so, witching okay. hour, they call that.
5: Yep, yep, and deer started moving about
1: instantly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So speaking of movement, what's moving at the market? Uh, Boy, you really have some interesting critters in, that, in those sales and some high-quality stuff. And, by the way... As always, you can buy right there at the barn, or you can go online, can't you?
5: Yep, Cattle USA. If uh, we know it's a busy time of year, people finishing up harvest, or if you're just uncomfortable with everything that's going on, we'd like to see you there. So
1: and that's been working out pretty well, hasn't it?
5: It's It's been exceptionally well. we got a new camera. If you haven't checked it out, it uh, should have a little bit better video quality for you now. And, uh, yeah, any questions, give us a call.
1: Well, they can see your big old smile then.
5: They can't see my smile. That's the good part. But they're (laughs) just looking at the cows. All
1: right. All right. right. Have a good one. Thanks, Rocky. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Rocky over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Christensen Sales. Heading toward the Milk Coast at 5.33 a.m. here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. 23 degrees the last I checked the temperature, but uh, I don't have that official look at that temperature. And, boy, we got through uh, quite a weekend of wind and lots of things with the full moon, that blue moon. And, uh, oh, trick-or-treating Halloween. I had to eat some extra candy. The kids didn't show up. I'm sorry I had to do that. But we're going to be checking in with Kelly Slifka over at Sky Warren 13 And maybe Kelly can tell fill us in a little bit about how nice and how gentle this first week of November might be getting. Kelly?
0: Yeah, it's uh, looking a
1: couple weeks, but Kelly Slifka. And the wind. Can the wind disappear a little bit? The... There'll be. I have to tell you, it's kind of a romantic sound to hear the corn leaves skittering across the yard in that wind. That's a, a good thing. Yeah, it
2: was more than just some corn leaves. It was about.
1: <laughs> That's right. Thanks a lot, Kelly. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. That's Kelly Slifka over at Skywarn 13. Brought 23 minutes before 6 here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a look at some of the state and local news. Election Day is tomorrow, but almost half the people in Wisconsin already have voted. The Wisconsin Elections Commission said as of yesterday morning that more than 1.8 million people voted early or absentee in the state. They're a little over... 3.6 million registered voters in Wisconsin. There are still thousands of absentee ballots that haven't been returned. The election commission officials said those ballots need to be dropped off in person before 8 p.m. on Election Day. That's tomorrow. And again, they have to be in hand by 8 p.m. tomorrow. That doesn't mean postmark. They have to be in the election people's hands By 8 p.m. tomorrow, more than 2,000 people have died in Wisconsin from the coronavirus since March. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday reported that 2,047 people have now died of coronavirus in Wisconsin. Students in Bloomer will be learning from home for the next two weeks. The school district told parents on Friday they're moving to online-only classes because a number of teachers and school staffers are in isolation or quarantine because of the coronavirus. The plan is returned to in-person classes on November 16th. The teenager accused of killing two people during Kenosha's nights of violence back in August uh, has uh, been ordered to be sent back to Kenosha to face homicide, homicide charges. An Illinois judge issued that order on Friday. The sheriff in Kenosha County yesterday said Rittenhouse is back in the state. And, well, the Packers, oh, they just couldn't stop the run. They lost to the Minnesota Vikings yesterday, 28-22. And the game was close in the first half. Green Bay couldn't stop Delvin Cook to save their lives. And Cook keep up with the Vikings' offense. Cook ended the day with four touchdowns in 163 rushing yards. Packers do, though, remain in first place in the NFC North and will face the 49ers on Thursday night, and still no word that's expected to come later today about the UW-Madison Badgers football team, about whether they will be cleared to play Purdue on Saturday. Farm News Rolling on at 23 degrees here in Eau Claire at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Let's continue on with the chores in those markets hitting the Equity El Tuna Market to hear from Mark Koger. Then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. So it's
0: beef, steers and heifers.
1: Thank you very much, Mark. And right on cue, we have Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. Good morning, Jerry.
2: Well, Scott, and a very good morning to you. Well, you uh, made it through the full moon, you made it through the time change, and you made it through Halloween, so... It's all downhill from
1: here, right? Yeah, That's right, and I tried to actually sing that some more, Ray, to you, but, you know, I, it, it doesn't come out so well.
2: It's too early <laughs> well, in the morning, I guess. Yeah, it is, but at least we, uh, uh, everybody hopefully have, uh, remembered to change their clocks, so they're on schedule for everything today. So That's
1: right. I'm actually back. feeling better. I'm back yep. on God's time, as my mother used to call it.
2: Right and stuff in the morning. Now we uh, be lighter in the morning. The kids getting on the buses and stuff, so that'd be a lot safer for that.
1: Absolutely, so. absolutely. And so you're gearing up for things tomorrow, but you got the markets ahead of you. Tell us what's going on over there at Stratford Equity, Jerry.
2: Uh, it's gonna be a busy week all the way around, Scott. So. Uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Hey, Jerry, you being the municipal clerk. I, I always have liked doing this, predicting the percentage of turnout that would be for early voting, all everything, the percentage of turnout for uh, this election. What do you think it might be?
2: Well, I'm not going to make a guess on that. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just going to be good, I'll tell you that. It'll be Although more one than 10%. Thing, uh, <laughs> huh?
1: It'll be more than 10%. <laughs>
2: already got about uh, one thing i do notice uh, uh every area obviously is different and and but the in-person voting the early voting absentee voting whatever you want to call it the percentage of that is much much higher in the urban areas. right right and uh what he, like you said before on the news story you know over half the people have voted i've only got about uh oh i'd have to look at it i've got about uh 23 24 percent of uh, our registered voters yep. that have uh, so you can see the percentage in, in some of the rural areas is probably less. Yep. But the, uh, the turnout is still going to be good. That's because I mean, you're a... always
1: looking for donuts and cookies over by you guys.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> we aren't going to
1: have any time for
2: that this year, <laughs> I'm afraid. So.
1: Yep, yep. All right, Jerry. Well, good luck. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Sounds good, Scott. You also. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. April. 14 minutes before 6 at Wax 104.5 and we have Michelle on from Tureen Livestock at Thorpe who uh, dragged a deer out for her son last night, huh?
3: No, I didn't drag it out. He, I actually had to laugh because I was working and he came in the office and he's like, hey, come outside. And here on the back of his truck was a nice nine-pointer, so I was happy for him. Very
1: nice. And uh, you kept the heart and everything, didn't you?
3: I don't do any of that. I don't know. You know what? Actually, my other my um, son, my youngest son, who is helping him um, uh, take the hide and stuff off, they actually sent me a picture of the heart, and he had a he actually shot it right through the heart. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's a full
1: dangerous wet. hunter. All right, <laughs> all right. Yeah,
3: <laughs> all
5: right.
1: yeah. Hey, yeah tell yes us so. what's going on at the markets because I don't want to talk about the Packers.
3: I don't either, and I will tell you all about our markets. Thank. you.
1: Thank you very much, Michelle, and we'll talk with you, with you tomorrow. Sounds good. Take care. You too. That's Michelle over at Terine Livestock at Thorpe.
4: We put up a lot of quality for...
0: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: 25 degrees as we hit the milk house with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a final look at the morning markets. Corn for December opened the day at 396 down three. December oats at 294 down three. November soybeans at 1043 are down 14. December soybean meal is at $379.70 a ton. That's up $1.10. And December wheat is at $5.94 down four. Country elevator prices. The corn at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Mondovi Elmwood, and Fall Creek is at $345. Soybeans at those locations are at 972. Corn at Osseo is at 355. Soybeans at 972. Stevens Point has beans at 976. Elk Mound has corn at 349 and beans 981. Sparta corn is 331 and beans 958. Ellsworth corn is 337. And beans 972. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville has corn at 349, as does Stanley, also 349. New Richmond's at 344. On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese ended the week Friday at 253. That was up six. Forty-pound blocks at 278 and a quarter, up one. And grade double-A butter at 139 was down four on the class three milk futures. November is at 2390. <clears throat> Excuse me, 2390 up 62, December 2045 up 7, January 1807 up 5, and February 1666 down 7. Those prices are mixed through June. The harvest is on, the corn is being taken. Be careful out there as you're harvesting, and folks, be careful and uh, pay attention on the roads and be patient with the equipment on the roads. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Scott with the Midwest Farm Report at Wax 104.5. Dad, what?